Hey there, so glad you're joining me today as we explore how we get wrapped up in fearful thoughts and gain victory over the pesky what if monster. I'm Ann Teagarden, and this is episode two of the Unveiled Podcast, where we come together to invite God to lift the veil of our hearts and experience the healing joy found in bringing God behind the scenes of our marriages. So, what is the what if monster? Well, I actually made up that term back when my daughter was younger. She was famous for what if fears. She would say, mommy, what if it rains today and we can't go to the park? Then I won't get to see my friend and we had planned to play this game together. Then I may not get to see her for a long time. And on it went until she was crying or really upset. So the mere thought that it might rain had made her sad. It wasn't even a reality. And at night it was, what if there is a monster in my closet? What if it comes out after you leave? What if you don't hear me call for you? Etc. Etc. So I began calling it the what if monster. I would say the what if monster is trying to make you afraid and sad. Don't listen to it. I explained that anything can be a what if. It is just our imagination thinking the worst. One night when she started up, I asked her, what if a purple elephant falls through your ceiling? She started laughing and told me that was silly. I told her it was just as possible as any other what if she could think of. So every time she started down the what if path, I would say, what if a purple elephant falls through your ceiling? That would break her out of the fear and we would say, okay, go away, what if monster. The more we began to catch it, the less her imagination ran away with her. All right, so you're wondering what this has to do with marriage. Well, sometimes we adults deal with the same what-if monster. It can get us so wrapped up in anxious thoughts that it affects our relationships. It goes like this. I never would have defined myself as a fearful person. After all, I wasn't afraid to walk to my car in a dark parking lot, and I generally trust God. Oh, sure, I'm afraid of sharks in the ocean, but anyone who saw Jaws as a child is afraid of sharks. Am I right? (laughs) But what about all those subtler fears that we don't think about? You know, fears like, what if no one likes me in the new group I'm joining? What if my husband dies? What if I fail at my job? What if I'm a terrible mom and ruin my kids? You know, the big ones. Notice all the what-ifs going on there. Years ago, God began to show me how fear was affecting me and my family. Here's what it looked like for me at the time. I would start down the fear thought path like this. My husband is 25 minutes later than usual getting home from work. I start thinking, where is he? What if something happened to him? What if he's been in an accident? How would I know? How long should I wait before I panic? My pulse rate goes up, my stomach gets in a knot, I start breathing harder. That can't be healthy. So how does this affect my marriage? Well, what do you think happens when he comes in the door? I'm, I'm all worked up. I may attack and say, what happened? Why are you late? Well, he's going to feel defensive immediately. Or I may break down in tears with relief that he's alive and pour out all my fears about him dying He's going to feel overwhelmed by my emotions. Either way, my husband coming home to an emotionally distraught wife 
is not a recipe for happily ever after. Not only that, the enemy can use these fear thoughts and keep them going, and it begins to drive a wedge between the two of you. So you can see that what if was just the beginning of the thought train running wild until it eventually derails. Isn't that crazy? It may sound funny hearing my thoughts run away with me, but when you start down that path, it all sounds so reasonable at the time. So I learned to look for the what if and stop the runaway thoughts before they went any further. So going back to my example, he's late. What if he's been in an accident? First, I have zero control over that. My worrying won't change the situation. Second, there are probably 20 different reasons he may be late, and most of them do not involve catastrophe. Third, if he has been in an accident, God will help me deal with it. Fourth, there is no use getting worked up and worrying about a remote possibility. As the old saying goes, don't borrow trouble. My new thoughts became, yes, he's late, and I'm sure there is a perfectly good explanation for it. I choose not to worry about it. Every other time he's been late, there has been no catastrophe. I will pray for his safety and go back to making dinner because he'll be hungry when he gets home. Now he arrives to a sane, calm wife. Much more fun, and I feel better too. Most of our what-ifs are over things we have no control over. Worrying never solved a problem yet. Remember that. Worrying over your finances or your marriage won't solve it. So step one is stop the fearful thoughts. Tame the what-if monster. I love 2 Timothy 1.7. It promises us that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of love, power, and self-discipline. Unfortunately, fear can be like an old friend, or should we say enemy, that doesn't always leave us alone. But you will begin to recognize those thoughts more quickly if you ask the Holy Spirit to show you your fearful thoughts and help you replace them. So I would like to challenge you to ask God this week to show you your fears and how they may be affecting your marriage. Reign in your imagination and begin to listen for the what-ifs in your speech and in your thoughts. A stressed wife is an unhappy wife, but God can deliver us from all our fears and negative imaginings. I'm not trying to downplay some of the deep-seated fears you may have, God may need to heal some hurts from your past and roots of those fears, and that may take more time. I'll discuss some of those in future episodes. But let's start out with the easier fears to tackle and get out of the negative thought train when possible. Baby steps are always how we start. So start with noticing the what-ifs and stopping the thought train. God wants to set us free from worry, dread, and fear. Psalm 34, 4 says, I sought the Lord and he answered me. He rescued me from all my fears. Practice this verse when you're fearful. Seek the Lord. Tell him your fears. Let him rescue your mind. Have faith, you beautiful woman. Have courage. Do not let the spirit of fear bully you. You have control over your mind. And you have a God that is greater than any fear. Let me speak a blessing over your mind. 
Father, I bless this dear, beautiful daughter of yours with peaceful thoughts. Guard her mind from the lies and schemes of the enemy and her imagination. Help her recognize the what-if monster and give her the courage to reject negative, fearful thoughts. You have not given her a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, love, and self-discipline. You will rescue her from all her fears. In the mighty name of Jesus, our Lord. Amen. If this episode has been beneficial to you, please leave a comment. Let me know. Subscribe so you don't miss future episodes and share it with a friend. Help me get the word out that there is someone who wants to walk this marriage journey alongside you. Now, go in peace and think about this. What if you never listened to the what if monster again? How would that affect your heart and your marriage? What 